Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. It's so exciting to have you here with us for today's show. My name is JJ Jackson. Today's show is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash NCAA for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. On today's show, we've got a lot to recap. After all, this is a special Saturday. Locked on Blue Devils, not able to be with you yesterday. We were waiting and waiting and waiting for the official word on the next head football coach for Duke football. A lot of momentum, thinking it would be Jason Garrett. And then finally, yesterday evening, we learned that Mike Elko has been named the next head football coach for our Duke Blue Devils. So we're doing the Friday show today on a Saturday in order to break down what it means for the program moving forward and more. If you haven't done so already, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure you follow and subscribe to Locked On Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcast. It's finally official. Duke Vice President and Director of Athletics Nina King announced on Friday that Mike Elko has been named Duke University's 22nd head football coach, taking over for David Cutcliffe, who held the position for 14 seasons. From Nina King, quote, we are absolutely thrilled to announce, to announce Mike Elko as our next head football coach. He has an innovative football mind and a natural ability to connect with both players and coaches around him. Mike has a proven track record of success and is deeply committed to the overall student-athlete experience. From our first conversations, I knew Mike, Michelle, and their children would make phenomenal additions to the Duke family. In Elko's 23 years of coaching, 18 have been spent as a defensive coordinator, including eight at the FBS Power 5 level. He has twice been a semifinalist for the Frank Boros Award for the top assistant coach in college football in 2017 and this year in 2021. Here's a quote from Vincent Price, the Duke president, quote, I am delighted to welcome Mike Elko to Duke as our next head football coach. We look forward to his leadership and vision on the field and his commitment to the highest standards of academic success. We could not be more excited to have Mike on our team as a teacher and mentor for our student-athletes, end quote. Elko is 44 years old. He's coached in eight bowl games, helped several teams have successful seasons, most recently serving as the defensive coordinator for the Texas A&M Aggies under head coach Jimbo Fisher. Elko has ACC experience under head coach Dave Clawson at Wake Forest, where he was at for several seasons and had the Wake Forest Demon Dinkins as a top 20 defense nationally. Goes to show that Duke, who finished this past season as the second worst defense in all of Power 5 football, could be much improved on that side of the ball. Elko says this, quote, I want to thank Nina King and President Price for this great opportunity. Duke stands for excellence. The university has excelled in everything they've tried to do, whether that be in academics or athletics. I'm excited to get to work. End quote from Mike Elko, who has been named the 22nd head football coach of the Duke Blue Devils. 2018 to 2021, served as the Texas A&M defensive coordinator. In 2017, was the Notre Dame defensive coordinator. 2014 to 2016, the Wake Forest defensive coordinator. 
2012 through 2013, and then 2009 and 2011 was the defensive coordinator for Bowling Green. He switched up roles there in that stint. One year he was the linebackers coach as well as being the defensive coordinator. The other few years there at safety at Bowling Green. He's also working under head coach Dave Clawson, who's currently the head football coach at Wake Forest. Again, Mike Elko is a graduate of Penn. Having coached at Penn in the Ivy League, he's used to high academic experiences. Should be a good blend for Duke football. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. On the other side, Josh Cox from the Duke Football Talk Section 17 podcast will be with us. We'll break down the Mike Elko hire and more. You're listening to Locked On Blue Devils. Let's talk for a minute about kicking things up a notch for the big game. The Grand Stage, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium is less than 100 days away. And on location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score a -a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package to the big game. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with college stars turned NFL legends like Troy Aikman, Marcus Allen, Tim Brown, and more, plus accommodations at five-star L.A. hotels and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. NetSuite, this is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eye. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash locked on NCAA. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of the competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for a special end of year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. Welcome back into Locked On Blue Devils. JJ Jackson here with one of our absolute favorites. This guy is in first place in terms of guest appearances on Locked On Blue Devils, and it's not even close. It's our good friend Josh Cox from Duke Football Talks Section 17 podcast. I had the absolute pleasure of joining them earlier in the week when we were kind of discussing possibilities for the next football head coach of the Duke Blue Devils. But as we discussed in segment one of today's show, Mike Elko gets that award. Here on this Saturday, Josh and I to break down what this means for Duke football moving forward. Josh, I appreciate the time. How did you react to the news of Mike Elko getting the job? Yeah, well, first of all, JJ, thanks for having me back on, man. And what an eventful uh, few hours it has been. Um, you know, we knew that something had to happen because this December 15th date was coming quickly. Um, obviously, transfer portal, things were already uh, starting to move rapidly there. And so we knew do- that Nina King and uh, the-, the search firm had to move quickly. Um, was- so we kind of figured Friday might be the day, but what we did not know was who it would be. And we really were up in the air even throughout the day. There was a 
a report that said that Tony, I mean, uh, Tony Robert, <laughs> that, uh, that Jason Garrett uh, was, was leading and he was going to be announced as the head coach. And so that, that kind of went viral um, a little bit. And then obviously we had uh, conflicting reports there. And I will say this, when, when I saw uh, the legitimate tweet from, I believe, Pete Thamel, um, I was relieved. I do believe that this was a safe, wise, football-first move by Nina King. And so I'm excited to welcome head coach Mike Elko to Durham. Absolutely. At 44 years old, he takes over as the 22nd head coach for the Duke Blue Devils. You mentioned Jason Garrett getting a lot of momentum also happening yesterday. Why we weren't able to record right away and push out a podcast is because the reporting out there on Tony Elliott for a while, it felt like, okay, does this guy have cold feet? Is Duke back a factor or not? He's announced as the Virginia head football head coach, so Clemson losing both coordinators this coaching carousel. We finally know that Elko is the head coach. All right, you mentioned being a smart football hire for the Duke Blue Devils. Why? Well, if you look back, first of all, he's cut from the same cloth as Dave Clawson, uh, the Wake Forest head coach. and We all know that Dave Clawson is showing the small private schools. Uh, he's showing them the way. He's being the example of how to build the program, how to get them um, into the ACC championship game, how to be successful um, when you are a small private uh, school. And so he has been with Clawson all the way back in the Bowling Green days, which, by the way, and I did not know this until we started looking at Elko and then started digging into his past um, a little bit. But they had a 10-win season, man. Uh, that's pretty incredible, right. Bowling Green. Uh, back in 2012, Elko's defense at Bowling Green was sixth in the country. At Bowling Green. Jeez. And then in 2013, which was the season they had 10 wins, ironically, Duke had 10 wins that same season. Uh, that 2013 season, their defense was ranked 10th nationally at Bowling Green. And so uh, I love the fact that he is has been brought up with Clawson. He then went to Wake Forest with him and was there at Wake Forest for three years and had their defense about where I think Duke fans would be ecstatic, and that is around 40th in the country. Man, we, I think we would be pleased with that. Obviously, he could do better than that if he wanted to. But, I mean, if he had us where he had Wake Forest back in the day, I think we'd be happy with that. And so then the interesting one is the one year that he spent at Notre Dame. Um, that previous season, Notre Dame had fired its defensive coordinator like three games into the year. That's the year Duke beat them uh, in South Bend. Um, so they fired the defensive coordinator. If I'm not mistaken, I mean, I don't know what it, what it ended up with, but in the first four weeks of the season, they were like third from the bottom uh, in, in college football and defense. So that's how bad the Notre Dame defense was. When he goes there in his first season, I mean, he has them 46th in the country. And so from 100 and whatever. Really big turnaround. Yeah, he, he turned them around, and then he gets hired at, at Texas A&M under Jimbo. And these last three seasons, two out of the three seasons, they have been second in the country in rush defense. And then this season, not only second in the country rushing, but ninth in the country overall. And, uh, man, so football-wise, defensive scheme-wise, I believe this was safe. I believe this was the right thing to do. Um, and I believe Mike Elko is going to be successful here. Let's keep hyping him up. We're talking 2021 Mike Elko. He's currently also a uh, finalist for the Broyles Award that goes to the top assistant coach in the country at Texas A&M one of the top three defenses in all of college football this past season. Later tonight, again, as I said, this is your Saturday Locked on Blue Devils. Later tonight, 
we will learn that Alabama quarterback Bryce Young has won the Heisman unless the world completely tilts over and things change. Bryce Young, the only blemish on his record this season was in College Station against a Mike Elko coach defense there with the Texas A&M Aggies. So that's pretty good, not only stopping the run because they've been great at that, but when you've got a, a quarterback that's bound to win the Heisman Trophy, Josh, and you can kind of uh, give him fits all day, one day, and, and to defeat a Nick Saban coach team, that's pretty impressive. Oh, you, you know, it's definitely true, and you have to put everything in the context. You know, obviously those Bowling Green teams and even the Wake Forest teams, they're playing a different caliber of football than what Elko's been coaching these last three seasons. And the fact that he's kept the defensive numbers up playing in the SEC West, um, that, that's, that's an incredible feat for him. And so, like I said, it, it, the defensive side of the ball, uh, there are no question marks in my opinion. I mean, he runs a 4-2-5 scheme, which Duke is familiar with. David Cutcliffe's teams have run the 4-2-5 for the last 14 years. Now, maybe some nuance there in how he gets it done, uh, but at least it will be familiar with that. And so defense, I don't think it's going to be the question, obviously, the big question mark with the hire is the offensive coordinator and right. what is the offense going to look like. And, and, uh, and so that's going to be the interesting, interesting thing moving forward. And, you know, obviously I feel like that, that's got to be, that decision has to be made very, very quickly. And I would imagine it is Mike Elko, someone 23 years coaching and the collegiate level. He's got a lot of connections. I'm sure he's going to be able to make a lot of phone calls to get an offensive coordinator in here to take over that blue devil offense. At 44 years old, Josh, following Cutcliffe, who just walked out at 67, what do you think about the age of the Duke football head coach? Yeah, I like it. You know, and, and we don't know. We can predict the future here, but maybe maybe Coach Elko is just old enough to say, hey, if we get successful here in Durham, man, I would love to just kind of ride this out. You know, I'd like to ride this out and stay here. I don't know that. We obviously run the risk of us becoming successful. Um, and three to four years down the road, uh, a school comes calling, maybe from back in the SEC or something like that, um, and, 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 and he moves along. Um, but at the end of the day, I think, I think much better than a guy that's 35. You know, if you bring a guy in here that's 35, you're guaranteed if he's, if he's successful at Duke, it will be a stepping zone and he will move on. Um, so I think we, we at least have a chance of, of Coach Elko saying, man, I like this long term. I enjoy you know, honestly, let's be real. I enjoy having the pressure of merely getting to a bowl game every season as opposed to, like, 10 wins or bust, you know, that there are yeah. in other places. Um, and so, you know, these guys are more than football coaches, man. These guys are parents. Um, Elko's son plays baseball at Northwestern. Um, and, you know, he'll, he'll be a grandfather, you know, within the next few years or whatever. So, like, you know, they're more than, they are more than football coaches. And so I think some – Things could play our way here, and who knows? Coach Elko could be our coach for, for a long extended period of time. Mike Elko is the 22nd Duke football head coach. Exciting times ahead for the Duke Blue Devils. I'm talking today with Josh Cox, once again, from Duke Football Talk Section 17 podcast. They're on Twitter, at DukeFBTalk. Speaking of which, Josh, you're always so active out there on social media, in the Twitter world, great at interacting with the Duke football community. What has the online reception been like? What conversations have been out there about Mike Elko? Yeah, it's been overwhelmingly positive. And, and, That's and you good. know, yeah, as we as we have kind of joked, had it been the other uh, candidate um, and Jason Garrett, not not I, I think people would have been similar. Um, you know, had we uh, had it not been Garrett, but 
with, with if it was Garrett, I think we really would have been split. I think there would have been half the fan base that has like evidently like cowboy hater vi- uh, <laughs> you know, bias or whatever it is. Um, I think we'd have half the fan base that would be upset. But man, over we even the guy who said he had decided not to renew his season tickets, and uh, after the hire, you know, he's renewing and. You know, those types of things. And, I mean, every now and then you'll see somebody that says, oh, we'll see how this works out. You know, I'll give them a little bit of time before I make any judgment. But, you know, for the most part, and I think Duke fans have got to do this, we got to embrace this. This is Nina King's first major hire. Uh, we got to get behind the athletic department, behind the football program, be all in. And guess what? Mike Elko will let us know in two to three years. We will see the success or we'll see the progress made in the football program or the lack of it. And then we can make our minds up. But I think Duke fans are doing the right thing. They're welcoming him with open arms and giving him a fair shot. All right, so offensive coordinator at the top of the list, also still at the top of the list as we're recording this on Saturday. It's going to be nice to have Mike Elko officially introduced as the Duke football head coach to hear him make some comments about his vision for the program and that sort of thing. Uh, We're less than one week away. We're counting down the hours at this point until signing day. What are some of the next things on that to-do list for Mike Yelko as he takes over in Durham? Yeah, I think, first of all, it's got to be a staff. I mean, he's got, he has to get a staff because uh, that's going to be a major, major, major key, not only in recruiting. And honestly, I mean, we might even be too late for some of that with the recruiting thing. Uh, but it definitely will matter for the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. And so he's got to get a staff in there. And then, honestly, I think he's got to make a couple of decisions about the guys that are currently here. Um, we do know that part of the downfall of David Cutcliffe was the staff, and I'm not here to sugarcoat that. Um, but at the end of the day, um, there are some of the guys on the staff that are good recruiters. They're high-energy guys. Um, I, the guy that pops into everyone's head first is Trooper Taylor. A guy like that that's connected with so many recruits, you wonder if Coach Elko won't you know, leave a guy like that on the staff uh, just to keep that relationship with the current recruits. Um, uh, solid, you know, and so and one thing, by the way, kudos to all of the Duke assistants who have been out there on the recruiting trail, even while this coaching search has been going on. Man, that just says a lot about those guys, whether whether Duke fans like uh, the way their X's and O's have worked out the last three seasons or not. At the end of the day, those guys are still out there doing their jobs, even knowing that they're more than likely lame duck yeah, coaches at that it's point. It's like no guarantee. So, I'm glad you brought yeah, that up. So, that, yeah, I really do. Kudos to – there's several of the guys. I'm not even going to start naming them because I've seen so many recruits tagging coaches, thanking them for coming by. And so I do think that figuring out the staff is going to be the main thing, and that is both guys coming in from the outside that, that Coach Elko will bring in and then making some decisions you know, on a guy or two or three maybe that's you know, currently on the Duke staff. That's Josh Cox joining us here on the program. We've had two full weeks. Without Duke basketball, as I get you out of here, is it going to be good to have a couple of more basketball games for you to view later this week, Josh? Yeah, I think there's three in the next week, man. It's like uh, uh, that's definitely going to, uh, to take care of what we've been missing the last couple of weeks, and then we'll, be, we'll get soon into ACC play. Uh, we have uh, one ACC game before Christmas, and so that's been the, the, the thing over the last couple of years that we've had that one game prior to Christmas. And so uh, looking forward to that, and then, of course, once we get back from the holiday, man, uh, that is that January February schedule is going to be so much fun um, as Duke basketball ramps up. And we're going to be sure. able to hear a lot of your thoughts on Duke basketball as the season continues. You're absolutely one of my favorites, Josh. I really do appreciate the time. Go ahead and give one more plug for your Section 17 podcast. And again, I can't say thank you enough for joining me on this special Saturday show. 
Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. And JJ, thanks for being on our podcast this past week. We, uh, we tried to get the podcast out before the coach, before the yeah. new coach was, uh, was announced. And so we did talk a lot on that podcast about uh, both Jason Garrett and Mike Elko. Those were our two that we had talked about. And so uh, if you, if you get a chance to go back and listen to JJ hung out with us some as well, as we talked about preseason predictions and all those types of things, but we really do try to bring you fair, balanced and detailed uh, reporting and commentary on Duke football. Uh, you can find us on Facebook by searching just Duke football talk. And then on uh, Twitter at Duke FB talk there. We try to keep it lively and informative and we do appreciate locked on. Appreciate you JJ for coming on. And we're looking next year. We're going to have you be a part of our preseason picks, man. You're going to be a part of the crew and uh, there will be another steak dinner on the line. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. Josh, I appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of the weekend and we'll talk again soon. Okay. All right, man. Go blue devils. That is Josh Cox. He's joining us here today on locked on blue devils. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever. If you haven't tried a Built Bar by now, you are certainly missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste like one. You have to try one of these amazing bars yourself to believe it. Most protein bars are chalky or waxy or just plain hard to choke down. A Built Bar is soft, covered in 100% real chocolate, and when you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. It's more of an experience. One that you'll enjoy. In fact, you'd swear you're eating a candy bar. Built Bars are low-carb, low-calorie, low-sugar, low-fat, and high in protein. All the healthy benefits on top of just being purely delicious with so many flavors. This month, Built Bar is coming out with a whole new limited-time flavors every three to four days. So check their website often. You don't want to miss out. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. The promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at built.com. Thanks again to Josh Cox from Duke Football Talk Section 17 podcast for joining us a moment ago as a really good conversation breaking down everything that happened with the Mike Elko hire, waiting to figure out who's going to be on his staff, how he can retain some of the players on Duke Football's current roster, figure out what signing day will look like on Wednesday for the Blue Devils and a whole lot more. Again, it's been so much fun chatting with Josh Cox throughout the football season. I love his basketball thoughts as well, so he's definitely someone that I'm going to continue to have on the program moving forward. And to close out our show today, as we're discussing all things Duke athletics, yesterday, Mark Mitchell committed to Duke basketball. That's right. Mark Mitchell became the fifth member of John Shire's first recruiting class as the head coach of the Duke Blue Devils. Again, he's playing currently at Sunrise Christian Academy in Kansas. He chose Duke over UCLA, Missouri, and Kansas in a big-time commitment. He's a lefty at six foot eight. He's going to bring a really fun dy- dynamic and a different dimension to this Duke basketball team as Duke. Now with the number one class in the country, according to 27 or 24-7 sports composite rankings, they've got the number one recruit, and Derek Lively, the fourth, number four, Derek Whitehead, number seven, Kyle Filipowski, number four now, or number 15, excuse me, in Mark Mitchell, and number 55 in Jaden Shute. So number one, number four, number seven, number 15, number 55, not too shabby at all for incoming head coach John Shire and his first recruiting class there with the Duke Blue Devils. Terrific stuff as always. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. 
Got a lot coming over this next week. As we mentioned with Josh Cox, several games coming up this week. Tuesday versus South Carolina State, a Thursday contest versus Appalachian State for the Duke men's basketball team. Busy week for us. We'll talk about it all coming up right here on Locked On Blue Devils. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you on Monday. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.